Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Through 25 seasons, 4,561 episodes, I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Well, I knew this last week's show about why men cheat with marriage counselor Gary Newman was going to cause a big old ruckus. And boy, did we ever hear from you all. This show made me so angry. It always goes back to blaming the woman. Oh, poor thing. The wife probably works 10, 12-hour days. has got kids, got to cook supper, got to clean the house. And he doesn't get all the attention he so rightfully needs. These men are nothing but slime. You know, they, they don't think of anything but themselves and their penis. What is a woman supposed to do? I am so livid, so angry. I, I could... Ah. I just finished watching the show Why Man Cheat, and through the whole show, I could not stop crying. It was like Gary was in our home, and he understood everything. I now know why. And because I know why, I can also change it. My shock is of the women that sat beside their husbands. They sit there with smiles on their faces when they know the damage that their husbands did to them. To put that fake smile on just makes me sick. I found out a year ago my husband had had an affair. Even though I had forgiven him, I still felt very badly myself that somehow I was one of those clingy, whiny, stand-by-your-man type of women. I looked at those other women who were young and beautiful, and I thought, see, they're just trying to save their families like you are. I did not have a single light bulb moment today at all. I was rolling my eyes, writhing in my seat, as if men aren't manipulative enough. Now you have given them even more ammunition to excuse their infidelity. I am angry, angry, angry. Mr. Newman, you sure had Oprah fold. Not me, Bucko, not even for a second. If there is one thing I know, it's men and the real reason they cheat. Sex, sex, sex. Was I clear on that, Mr. Newman? Have a great day. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That was just a tiny little sampling. Okay, Buster. I, th I think it's Mr. Newman okay. from now on. <laughs> Today, Gary is revealing what he says are three ways 
to begin to affair-proof your marriage. And we have viewers in the audience and on Skype with questions and a lot of opinions. Hi, everybody. Hi, 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 everybody. And those of you joining us from home, that's what we're doing this year, having viewers watch from home. And uh, we actually get to see them. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now, what's interesting to me is that, you know, so many people, I got that reaction in the mm -hmm. street too, you know, like, uh, like that you really fooled me. Uh, and uh, my own best friend, Gail, said, I don't believe him at all. I think that you're just blaming the women. So can you state why this isn't, why you believe it isn't blaming the women? Yes, I have a few things to say. <laughs> Mr. Newman. Mr. Newman. Yeah. First of all, the vast majority of the emails, thousands that we got, were from women who read the book, and it, it did make a very powerful change in their marriage. Yeah. So it really did make a difference, and it's great for them. I think for the women who are very uncomfortable, there's a few things they have to understand. Number one, as you suggested, and we talked about a lot after Not the uncomfortable, show, angry, angry, uh, yes. angry, yeah. That there is another book that I've begun the research about why women cheat and how you, the husband, can prevent that. That is coming. So we'll have men one day angry, angry, angry about blaming them. Number two, you know, you've showcased a book that I've written before this book called Emotional Infidelity, where I do take men to task about their responsibility in not cheating. So this book is not entitled The Complete Guide to End Male Cheating. This book is about empowering women. It's not about making your man happy and pleasing him. It's about you bringing out the yeah. best in your husband so that you yeah. get a lot of love and affection, what you want from this marriage. Yeah, and the reason why, you know, a lot of people think I was fooled by you, but I was not. The reason why I was really struck by the message of the book is because it's about giving you insight. It's about insight, information, and trying to understand the why of it. And if you don't want that information, that's okay. Absolutely, of that's course. Okay. So David and his wife, uh, Patty, are in our audience. David had an affair and uh, asked Patty to watch the show last week. How come? Actually, it was, uh, it was emotional. And the reason why was all the questions that she has of me as to why every answer I gave her didn't seem to resonate or register. And it just kind of triggered more questions. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this, and I'm going, oh my gosh, that's, that's it. That, that was it. And, and so. I probably didn't think it through, and I called her up. I said, you got to watch this. Mm -hmm. and, and did you? I did. And? You know, I wasn't so much angry. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt sick. I felt like I was already wearing this heavy cloak, and you just poured water on it. And I just felt like I was already down, and that beat me up a little bit more. Because like in what 
was said before that somebody could, now I know something that I can do something to change it. Well, our situation's already happened. So I can't really change it. It is what it is, and it hurts. It's understandable. And you can change it, though, going forward. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be powerless and feel like you're going to be victimized again by having a closer connection. He's got a lot to do, a lot of responsibility to make tremendous change for you to even consider making yourself vulnerable to him again. But if he can do that, then you can meet him and you can blend together and, and create a relationship much better than you ever had before. Well, the summary of why men cheat is because they leave because of the way the other woman makes them feel. That's what you're saying. Right, the emotional, it's about way, the the emotional, emotional connection. Yeah, and that's why often she's not as cute as you are, and you can't understand why did he leave, and I'm prettier than she is, and I'm in better shape than she is. They don't leave for sex, sex, it's sex. Not it's, about it's, sex it's not primarily. about the sex, primarily. Yeah, primarily. Right, it's still Although ways they are in. having the sex. Right. Yeah, but what lures them is not the sex in the beginning. Right. For the most part, and this is a generalization, mm -hmm. okay? So you're talking about a certain kind of man. You're not talking about the guy who's just, you know, after. Right, the guys are gonna cheat no matter what, they're, they're, and there's something very wrong with them yeah. that you can't begin to try to help. So you're not talking about that guy? No. Okay, Aubrey is Skyping from her apartment in Fort Riley, Kansas. She says the show came at the perfect time for her. How so, Aubrey? Um, I just have noticed that my husband is not quite so focused on me as he used to be and things have been different and everything that Gary said about, you know, the signs to look for, mm -hmm. those are the things that I was noticing and I was starting to worry. And the show came and actually opened it so that I could say something to him about these things that I've been noticing. What'd you say? And, well, I pointed out everything about, you know, he hasn't been coming home for lunch anymore and He'll go out to lunch with other women instead and uh, not answer his phone as much. What did he say? What happened with the conversation? Well, um, I started out by saying that I was aware now that I was not showing him any appreciation for the things that he does that are just expected of him. Those are things that I have a hard time pointing out. It's easy to notice when they do something extra, but I, I wasn't doing anything about the things that he does, just going to work every day that was difficult for him. And so that opened it up so that he could say to me, yes, you're right, I haven't felt appreciated. And I have been avoiding coming home and spending time with you because I feel like you don't appreciate the things that I do. So I'm spending more time at work and with other people that understand what I'm doing at work. And that he had been feeling vulnerable and he would never admit to this before, but now that I've said this, He's saying, yeah, I was feeling vulnerable to that kind of a, a temptation because things haven't been good and we haven't been connecting the way that I want us to. And have you now, did you commit in that relationship to starting to do things differently, both of you? So much. It really has helped. He's out of town right now, so we've just been talking on the phone. But already I have just been able to talk to him about a lot more, and he says that it helped him to focus on me, even though he's not right here with me and staying good to me while he's gone. Wonderful. That's good. And I think that's the message for all women. Start the conversation, not, not as a, a blaming, but you know, say, it's not working, we're distant. Let's, let's get it together. All right, thank you, Aubrey. Uh, last week, a suspicious wife named Catherine called in to get Gary's advice. Remember this? My question is, um, I think my husband has cheated on me, and I'm, I've confronted him on it. 
but he has denied it over and over. Well, uh, can I ask how you know that he yeah. might be cheating on you? One night I saw his phone on the counter in the kitchen. I looked at it and was kind of somehow just came right to this picture of him um, naked and aroused from the waist down. And so I couldn't hold it back. I just asked him about it. He denied anything. I mean, I'm desperate here. I would, I would go for a lie detector test. I, obviously, we all think here that he's up to no good, and you're just That's what in that we place. all think yes. here, okay? <laughs> we all think that. Well, after our show aired, we received this email from Catherine. Dear Oprah and Gary, my husband and I watched the show together. It inspired him to finally <laughs> tell me the truth about everything as long as I promise not to go on the Oprah show again. <laughs> <laughs> my suspicions were correct. I wasn't crazy. A huge burden was lifted. I got my wish for the truth. But now I'm feeling a sense of freedom mixed with anger, betrayal, disgust, and hurt. My husband unraveled the tangled mess of lies he's weaved over the last 15, year, 15 years. And he is hoping that Gary will work with us now to help us on our road to recovery. So Gary then agreed to talk to Catherine's husband, Mark, off the air. And what can you tell us? Well, he really told everything. And he really started to get in touch with his bad behavior, the root of what was going on with him, so much so that I asked him to come and talk to us on the show today and be able to share what was going on with him and how he's resolving this and committing to a better future with his wife. So Mark is joining us on the phone, but has asked us to disguise his voice. So are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. So what were you hiding from Catherine? For many years, I was engaging in, in cyber sex on occasion. I would not use my, my face or, or my name or even my age because I guess I was trying to insulate myself from that. I, I didn't want any physical contact or I didn't want anybody to know who who I was. For so in other words, Mark, and that was the picture that she found. He yeah, was there was a picture of you on the doing... cell phone. What was that all about? I took a picture of myself and I would I posted it on the profile for like a minute to share it and then delete it. And on my cell phone, I deleted that photo and I had no I, I thought it was gone. I thought it was completely eradicated from the system. And how it all of a sudden popped up on my phone is just complete mystery to me. And how long has this been going on? How it's long? been going on. It, it started, this behavior started back in college. And I'd, I'd play with it. I'd do it for a while. Then I'd kind of get tired of it because it was a distraction, a waste of time. And then I'd come back and I'd do it again, create another profile, do it for a while. It could be a couple of days. It could be for a week. And then I'd delete it. And then maybe a... Um, uh, a couple months, few months, six months, a year later, I'm like, and what, and profile. It, and so what is cyber sex? Are you having sex? No, ba you're not. You're not having sex, but you're pleasing yourself while watching the other person. That's what he was doing, pleasing okay. themselves. Okay. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And so, you know, th- there, there, there was a woman who, who called in, I think, at some point and said, uh, after hearing you on the air, and saying that, uh, because she had experienced this, Mark, saying that she believed that you were gay. Are you gay? No. Okay, you're not gay. So you're, you, and, and you're having cyber sex, you're watching <clears throat> women or men or what, or both? Women. Okay. Are you addicted? Do you think you're addicted to this behavior? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I have, I do, I have an addictive personality, mm-hmm. but um, that, that's something I guess I, I'll, I will, I'm open to looking at as I, as okay. I go through. So why were you doing it all these years? Why you, so you've been doing it since you were married, right? Yes. Okay. And why were you doing it? That's another. That's another tough question. It was one that is, is difficult for me to answer. I, I mean, I guess it was exciting. It was, you know, there was, it was titillating. It gave me a rush at times, you know, to ask somebody to do something and have them do it. You know, it makes me question. I mean, there's, I've been doing a lot of thinking since I talked to Gary. And talking to Gary, we, we had a bit of a, it was a kind of an epiphany moment on mine when we were talking about my relationship and the what? fact that I really don't have relationships with yeah. anybody other than my wife. And, and I don't have much for friends. And so Gary was keen to point out, if you have an, you have an issue with relationships. And it got me thinking a lot about my behavior and why I would do this. Well, thank you, Mark, for at least sharing that with us. Because we don't even know how many people are affected by this whole cyber sex issue. How many men are going to pornography on their computers? Because the computer has now made it so available to, yeah. to everybody. Yeah. And is that the same thing as having an affair? I, I, I believe so. I mean, surely an affair is anything that you're, you're taking your personal self, you're placing it outside to somebody else. I mean, it's not just about having sex. It's about the emotional attachment. It's about showing your, your private self to others. It's about going to another person for what you should be holding personal for your wife. Mm-hmm. And it's also about the disconnection. You know, what Aubrey talked about earlier, she was already <clears throat> sensing a sense of disconnection from her husband, feeling him pulling away. The fact that Mark is on the computer showing himself and doing whatever you do um, means that he's not connected to his wife. And, and, and continuing to put your energy somewhere else draws you that much more away and harder to get back to your spouse. Mark, thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Now, Jennifer from Atlanta saw our show last week immediately asked her husband, Brian, to take a lie detector test. And he said, yes, he would. I'm getting ready to um, have a lie detector test to determine if uh, the information I've given my wife about my extramarital affair is true or not. Last summer, I found um, several emails from this other woman. Initially, I was horrified. Frankly, she was, you know, my worst nightmare. I don't know how else to put that, um, because she was so obviously pursuing him. Jennifer felt like the emails were very inappropriate, 
and I was not portraying myself as being happily married. He did not bring the emails to my attention, and to me, omission is lying. I would say it was it was emotionally involved, just because whenever I, I would see an email or, or uh, get a text from her, it was a very pleasing thing. I was very happy about it. We had an argument, Brian and myself had an argument about it, and um, he said that he would never talk to her again. So in January, I got a phone call from a man who was um, looking for Brian. I put two and two together that it, this must be her husband. I found out that Brian and this other person were, were in Orlando at the very same time. I never told Jennifer about her or that she had come by the hotel and visited. I was trying to cover up every everything as much as possible. I asked Brian if he cheated. He denied everything except for finally admitting they were in the bar together. My wife thinks that my friend spent the night with me at the hotel and we had sex. In my head, I'm thinking, you've lied to me every step of the way. Why wouldn't you lie about this piece of it? Yes, I'm here for the lie detector test. This is, you know, the moment of truth. There's been damage done because of the lying. If he were to have been with her in a sexual manner, I mean, that would be devastating. If he passes the test, I feel like I can put it to rest and we can move on. Really? If he passes the test, you will let it go? I feel like I can let it go then. Yeah. Okay, so what were you all doing in Orlando together? It's what I want to know. I traveled back and forth from Atlanta to Orlando for business and uh, her mother lives in Orlando. Uh -huh. I'm originally from Florida, and that's where we met, was in Florida. My friend, uh, childhood friend, that we, we knew each other. So I flew down there for work. Okay, and she just happened to be there at the same time? Yes. Okay, Jennifer had four questions she wanted Brian to answer, and uh, I have the test results right here. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question number one, did you ever have sexual intercourse with the other woman while you were married to your wife? His answer was no, right? And according to the lie detector, that is true, okay? Number two, did you or the other woman ever perform oral sex on each other while you were married to your wife? His answer, no. According to the lie detector, that is true, okay? Next question, are you still in communication with the other woman? His answer? Well, according to the lie detector, Brian had slight inconsistent physiological reactions, but there were initial indications of truthfulness. Brian told the examiner that the other woman had initiated one-way communication via emails and phone calls, but you did not respond. Right. That is what you said. Last question. Did you ever kiss the other woman on the lips while married to your wife? Your answer? No. According to the lie detector, there was a presence of inconsistent physiological reactions, and the result was inconclusive. So Brian told the examiner, I cannot remember 100% if the other woman had kissed me on the cheek while at the Orlando airport, but no kissing on the lips ever took place. Correct. And that is what, that is the result of the test. Is that, that's good news for you? That's very good news for me. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, what happened wasn't good, that mm -hmm. he saw her without me knowing about it. Uh -huh. And he hid that for so many months. Uh -huh. But it's good news that it didn't go beyond that. Yeah. And why did you hide it, Brian? I hid it because when she first contacted me in July, I did not cover it up. I was traveling throughout the week. The first email came through on a Sunday evening. I left Monday morning 
did not see it. And then throughout the week, that first week, we exchanged maybe three or four emails. And at some point, my wife logged into uh, the computer under my login and pulled in my emails and saw the, the exchanges and made it very clear to me at that point that the emails were inappropriate and her and this other woman had previously met 10 years prior. Mm -hmm. And But didn't you know the emails were inappropriate? I did not realize that initially. I, Hello. I know. Hello. Because this is the thing. Dr. Phil said this many years ago when he was doing my show before he had his own show. Dr. Phil had said that if you do something with the other person that you wouldn't do in front of your spouse, mm -hmm. then that is cheating. Right. Then that is cheating. <laughs> that is it. Would you agree, Gary? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so the reason why you hit it is because you knew if she saw it, it would not, she would not oh. take lightly to it. Yeah. Okay. Got, got that. But you feel satisfied now. I feel a lot better about the situation. Okay. I've invested so much energy into worrying about what really happened. Yeah. I feel like I can focus maybe on other things. On other things. And, and that's the beauty of the test, that you can have So that where do over. they go from here now? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying the beauty of the test is that she doesn't have to anymore be investigating and use all that mental energy to worry about what's happened. She moves forward now. Now, of course, Anybody who would want to have a lie detector test or be worried about it, there's a problem in the relationship. So yeah, I was going to say, need... isn't there a problem when you've got to ask your husband to take a lie detector Sure, test? And, and to be clear, it's not something that everybody should just be home thinking, well, I might as well ask him, what the heck, you know? It's not that kind of idea. Yeah. This is only extreme circumstances. So the two of you now need to go forward and talk about your friendship and your time together and the things we'll talk more about the show. Yeah. But let's make it clear. He went for the lie detector test. It wasn't a surprise because he didn't cheat. <laughs> That's why he went. You know, when you say, I can't believe anybody would go for a lie detector test. Well, a lot of them will not, duh, because they don't want to okay. be found so out. So your husband goes for the lie detector test. That's a test. good sign. That is a good sign. <laughs> okay. Okay, can someone find a reputable uh, lie detector facility in their area? How do yes. you do that? There's, an, there's a organization, the American Polygraph Association. You can go to www.polygraph.org. Really? Make sure the person is licensed, insured, and a member of that organization. Right. And you can also check your Better Business Bureau. Wow. So, yeah, even though they're not admissible in court, they're 95 to 98% accurate. You know, there are lots of court prosecutors who will make a decision whether to prosecute or not based on a polygraph test, even though it's not used for court. So they are, very, they are much more sound than people tend to think. Okay, you say appreciation is the number one way to affair-proof your relationship. That's what the men reported. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> the men were saying that what they received from the other woman most, first and foremost in their mind, was a sense of appreciation and admiration. Now, you know, there's nothing wrong. It's lovely to think that we should appreciate our spouses, love them, yeah. not just for the things that, that they do extra, but for all the hard work that we do. And of course, you, the wife, deserve that back. And you will get that back the more that you give that appreciation. It will return to you. But you were saying when you heard that, it, it felt like a wet, Something cloak, your cloak. like I just it was so heavy, you know, just the feeling. Why, why, why? Tell me why. Hearing that, just the pain uh -huh. from his uh, does actions. It, does well, it, did it make you feel like yeah, you hadn't done enough? You know, I didn't have that feeling. No, because I think that I did as much as I should have. Yeah, 
and he it, did it anyway. The, okay. the problem, a lot, of, a lot of some of the women that are uncomfortable, a lot of it is about timing. In other words, if your husband's cheating, go to the last chapter in the book about after the affair and deal with it. You don't go to a person who's just found out their husband's cheating and start telling them about what they could have done different. I mean, it's like me walking into a hospital room with somebody who had a heart attack and saying, well, if you would have exercised a few days a week. Yeah. I mean, good idea, maybe, but yeah. not That's good the timing. Wrong time. That's you know? the wrong time. Yeah. So, you know, you know, people have to get through it a little bit before they get to the other side. A I lot agree. of this is about prevention. So, yes. of course, if you're feeling like you do, to then hear, well, you know, what did I do to make it happen? That, that's a ridiculous timing aspect. Okay. okay. So what was going on in your marriage at the time of your affair? Yeah, David. Um, you know, really, it was kind of a perfect storm of events uh, at that time. And, and again, I mean, to just want to point out, I mean, these were my actions. I mean, she didn't make me do anything. Right. But what happened was I, I was on a project at work that kept me on the phone in the morning, like 6 o'clock in the morning. Then I'd go, go do my regular job, then be on the phone with Asia at night. So I'm just constantly working. She had a physical uh, something. She was kind of sick there for a little bit in the beginning. And I, one thing that just rang, and I, I still hear it every day now, is uh, I came home, I was just exhausted. And she, in a very scolding manner, said, you, they don't pay you enough for you to work this hard. And this other person I started talking with was going, you know, I can't believe that you juggle the project that you're on, that you do your regular job, you know, your husband, your father, you know, wow, it's, you know, you're Superman. And so I was getting, yeah, I was getting, I was getting a lot of things out of our marriage, and that was the one thing. And it had been kind of a consistent theme throughout our marriage. I kept saying to her, you know, one thing I need from you is this. And to her credit, she said, you know what, I'm, I'm really just not wired that way to give you that the, the way you want it. And, I guess uh, this was a way for me to get that and foolishly thought and still have my marriage. I can just, I can go get this somewhere else and get the admiration and, and, and the feedback and still come home and be a husband and be a father. What's your relationship like now? Um, it's strained. I think that we are both wanting to rebuild, but it's hard to take, you know, to figure out how to do that. I don't think that trust can be regained just by showing me his flight itinerary now. I think he has to go back, and there's a bunch of gaps that I need to have filled in. Because I had read an article where somebody said, where there's mystery, your mind goes to the darkest places. Right. And that's how I feel. There's like all this mystery. Like I found a bunch of American Express bills that proved his whereabouts and cell phone things that I've. So he has to come completely clean. Sure. Right, complete disclosure on his own accord instead of me having to. And asking what about this and then what about that, yeah. Right. That, that's, yeah, we well, that's a given, right? Yeah, otherwise, you know, again, in order to go forward and, and trust yourself, him, to be vulnerable to him, you have to find out what's happened so that you're looking forward and you can see where it could be happening again. I mean, that's, you know, that's a must. So he has to come clean and tell you all those details. Everything. But you were saying something should be left unsaid. Sure, and anything that's going to form this sexual image that's, that's going to be harder for you to get past. I know people obviously instinctually want to know about it, but it never helps. It just makes it harder for you to get past that image. But do you love her? Are you still in contact with her? You know, all that has to be explored, and you have to get the right answers to that. Yeah, so the number one question everybody emailed is the same thing she's talking about. How do I start to rebuild the trust? You cannot rebuild the trust unless the person comes with full disclosure. Completely, and, ha and has tremendous remorse and yes. sadness. Yeah. And then, and sadness. what are we going to do now in this relationship? So let's... So the person has to recognize how, how they've hurt you. 
Very much so. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then how does our life change now? You know, the average US couple spends 12 minutes a day talking. So nobody is doing anything in their marriage to create some good friendship anymore. Mm -hmm. So how can we be successful at anything? You know, to be a great career person, a great parent, we're gonna put a lot of time and energy. To be a great spouse, it's like, ah, we went on vacation, 19, you know, something out there. So I talk about, in the book, yeah. about these times, uh, you know, having the times together. A date night. The average night. is 12 minutes. 12 minutes a day. Okay, this woman here says that I'm being too easy on the guys, that I need to stick it to them. You're being too nice. I'm being too nice? They're making too many excuses. I'm just, but see, I this is, my, my position is this. I am trying to give you all the information. My, my uh, number one question is always why? Why? Why does this happen? Why does he do it? Why? 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 So that you can then begin to, first of all, understand the why. That's the number one answer everybody wants, is tell me why you did this. Isn't it true for everybody who's sure. And now you can begin to make changes. So what, what would you like me to stick to them? Because she is, I mean, it's not about, I think, us as women not giving them something. If they're men and they're not, I don't believe that. I can't take on another thing in my life. I, you know, as a woman, I do in her understand 30s, you that. just don't want, and, I, and I'm married 10 years. I've known my husband since I was 13. But I think you need to respect one another and not go there. But what it's does that choice. mean? What does that really it mean? It means that you can't always give each other exactly what you need in your marriage, but it doesn't make it okay to go towards another no. woman. And, and do you, Listen. okay, okay, this is it. But do you in any way hear me saying that it's okay? Listen, no, but I, let's not, let, let's not, be all soft and emotional over it because I think it is a choice. You do have choices in your life. If you don't get what you need, you don't go out and, and just take it and then say, well, it's because you didn't give me what I needed. But okay, but this is the thing. I know, listen, I've had friends who've been through this and friends who, and, you know, my best friend, Gail, and I felt like I had gone through the whole thing myself yes, with her. I'm protective too about Okay, and so yeah. when your friend is going through it, you stand by your friend and you're not all, oh, what is he feeling kind of thing. You stand by your friend and give up what he was I, feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But and now I can say, and I think every woman who's been through it can look back and say, what could I have done differently? That is different than blaming. That is okay. very different than, that is different than blaming. And I really hear you when you say, I can't take another thing on. I'm with you for that. But what I, what, what, why I wanted the information for women in particular is because I think it's empowering for us just to remember you were a certain way when you were trying to get him. The, the intention level and the respect level was very different than it often turns out to be six, seven, eight, 18, 20 years later. You would agree with that, right? I, I, I truly believe it's more about the way you were raised than about what's in your marriage. If you were raised with a set of morals that say that you just, you that don't you don't do it there. no matter what. You don't go there, you work it out, or you get a divorce, right. but you, cheating is different. Yeah, that, but, that, but can you hear that the appreciation thing? Because yeah, look at how you feel when you appreciate, appreciate it. You know, I did a movie a long time ago called uh, The Color Purple, and, and, and the wonderful line from The Color Purple is, Suge is saying to Seely, what God, God gets pissed if you don't notice The Color Purple because what God loves most is appreciation. Mm -hmm. That is also what we all love most, yeah. is appreciation, isn't it? It's so inspiring. Yeah. I mean, 
Again, yeah. we're also talking about men and women before any kind of affair. Just, yeah. you know, when you're just disconnected, we have to, you know, put the effort and energy into making it work and being close. Okay, so we're talking about affair-proofing your marriage. <laughs> okay, just give us an idea of Okay, we've talked we're about... We're going to go read the book Okay, find out. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about appreciating your spouse more. We've talked about more frequent sex. And again, in the book goes to great lengths. This is about how you can get much more pleasure from sex. A lot of women, I think, don't enjoy sex as much because they have difficulty receiving pleasure. Men are much better at that. So it becomes more about That's the man. That's sure. Yes. <laughs> that women, we know for sure. I'm saying yeah. women... Across the board, you yeah. know? I mean, if, if, you, if he yeah. buys you a piece of expensive jewelry, for example, do me a favor and do yourself a favor. Don't say you shouldn't have, or it's too much, we were saying for something. Say you should have. You know, this was the right thing, I love it, and it's terrific. A lot of times women are much better givers than takers, and they devalue themselves to their spouses in that way. You, you have to get better at receiving and taking kindness and pleasure for yourself. Okay. Third thing, 77% of cheaters said they had best friends who cheated compared to the faithful group who had less than half of them reported having best friends. So you can't wag your finger and say, don't hang out with your best friend since kindergarten. Of course not. But what you can do is have an open conversation about where they're going. Have the friend over here instead of hanging out at the bars. A nice way to say to your husband some of these things is, look, you know, if my best friend was a cheater and I told you that I was going away to Vegas with her on a girl's weekend, I would hope you'd have something to say about it. Mm -hmm. So have the right to have that conversation so that you can deal with those friendships. Look for the areas where they meet other people. Number one, at work. Number two, involved in hobbies and extracurricular activities. Become more involved have the time to share about it. I talk about a date night, one night a week, where you can talk about anything you want except three things, a rule. Three things you can't talk about. Money, business, and kids. And everybody laughs and says, that's all we ever talk about. What else will we talk about? Yeah, I'm like, and like what are you, they gonna then talk And like about? you said to the audience before, when they, you were falling in love and dating, I'll bet you, you were not talking incessantly about the stresses of money, business, and kids, because you never would have gotten married. So it's not what got you here. Talk about fun, friendly things, gossip, whatever it is. Gary's book is called The Truth About Cheating. Bye, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, 
Be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.